G'day punters, welcome to the deep dive powered by puntingform.com.au's sectional data. Uh, Pete and I will discuss sort of what happened and how fast they went through different stages of the races. We'll also have a quick look when we do talk about a race at the betting and the late betting. And to do that, we use Betfair Live. Peter and I use Betfair Live every single day, which we are wagering. Uh, it's a really good indication to what the market's doing late. Pete, Yo. how are you? Good. What's cracking? Well, loss, good, mate. It's not as good as it is for you from what I'm hearing, but um, can't complain. One, one day comments? at a time, one week at a time. You're only as good as your last tip, isn't that right? Yeah, 100%, right? Yep. Speaking of my last tip, do you reckon, let's be honest, do you reckon I've ever provided a, a worse set of information than I did on Saturday? I don't know. I feel we... like it was as fucking bad as I've ever gone. Yeah. Well, why, why do you think that was? I don't think I... In... I was overconfident because I'm trying to force it a bit because Flemington is the, the best betting track in Victoria at the moment. And yep. I think, which is, this is how like hard this, this is to do for a living. I think, two, a week, was it a week ago at Flemington? Mm. I think that's as, as good as I've ever like uh, previewed a meeting in my life. Seven days later, probably the worst. Uh, I, obviously, as you know, and most of the people who watch this stuff a lot would know, when I go awful is when I work the hardest to figure out why I've spent hours and hours and hours. And I think the main thing is I just didn't read this track properly. I, I trusted that Flemington, believed that Flemington would sort of be on the softer side of a heavy. Mm. I think it was more on the like the muddier side of a heavy. Uh, I didn't put any thought into what happened in race one. They looked like they were going up and down, but I just thought it's because they were pretty shitty horses. Um, I think as the day unfolded, yeah, so in hindsight, we didn't, I didn't do any damage at the same time. I think we lost 10 units, which is fuck all in the long run, yeah. um, which I'm happy about that. Uh, I'm not like, we'll get to Milwaukee later on, which is where we lost half the units, but um, we'll get to that in time. I thought the day itself, Peter, was on pace, suited, midfield, okay. It didn't want to be any worse than midfield. Yep. And as the rain sort of continued, the inside became sort of a complete no-go zone, if it ever was a go zone. Um, there's that classic sort of misty rain through Flemington that you don't want to be running on for whatever reason. Uh, I don't think a horse settled worse than midfield all day in one. Um, we'll skip through the first few races. Peter probably won't have much to add, and we're not going to read out the data because we're going to get through it quick, but we'll talk more, more about the quaddy legs. Sasko just broke the heart in race one. It went extremely fast to the 600. Um, 11.6 above the oil average benchmark. They crawled home. Now, to the eye, it looked like they could have crawled home because of how wet the track was, but it's actually just how fast they went. Um, Sinter wins, probably ready to win, if it's ever going to win again. It's sort of been ready to win for a fair while, though, so what you do with that information is up to you. Immortal Love put in a really strong performance. 4.4 to the 6 and 4 home. Really well-rounded performance. Proper horse. Impressive. Well done. Uh, the third race, La Chevalet, just the, the, the mutter in the race. Probably overlooked it. Didn't respect it enough. Great ride, Empoi. Uh, the Alfa Aura race, solid performance. 
um, by the first couple across the line. Probably a little bit... We backed on telling you who's clocked the second fast last 200 metres of the day. Just, again, just asked to do too much from where it was. Um, riding for position instead of like sort of counting to 10. Um, race five. The weakest race on the day, the slowest figure on the day. Uh, and probably the greatest ride on the day from Damien Oliver on uh, Gamekeeper. Had 62 kilos, I think. We had a lot of weight. And he just got into his work nice and early. Um, fuck, he's good. And he's hungry as hell at the moment. He's just a, a, he's a, he's above and beyond everyone in Victoria at the moment, in my opinion. Uh, race six, Peter. Let's talk about that a little bit in depth. This is a listed race, 1,200 metres down the straight. It's where it gets interesting for me, isn't it? I mean, they've gone slow up front for the class, 2.7 lengths slow. It was funny talking about this race on, on Thursday and then again uh, on Friday, I was talking with Dates about it and, and he made a really good point regarding the, the winner, Great Again, who's unofficially known as the Black Seal. You go back through some of its WA form and it says it's never raced on anything worse than Soft 7. Um, that day it won at Belmont, led uh, throughout and it was just underwater the entire time. Like it was genuinely the car park was flooded. So how it was still a soft seven by the end there, like no one would ever know. But it was one horse that they brought over for one purpose, one purpose only. And that's just race in like bottomless tracks. And it finally found one. It was, I, I'm not sure I can, I can accurately say how important that wet track was though. Ballarat, it was just having a run around. It would have just been purely for fitness. Good for, not its go. It's now run nine times on wet tracks for seven wins and two seconds. Yeah, look, looking back at it, it makes sense. So, you know, I don't hate him as much as I like post race. I wanted to, yeah. And uh, shout out, I think Nick Noonan found Rich Charmer in the trials. Mm. I should have looked that up for the show. Let's assume he did. I'm confident he did. Uh, I gave it a push him. I found it as well doing the form and watching its trials. Didn't have anything on it, which at about the sort of 200 metre mark, I wanted it again, a little bit like Milwaukee the previous week. I thought about sort of not good thoughts, but it didn't get there. Um, now, Milwaukee, Peter. Yeah. Doesn't handle heavy tracks, they tell you. What do you make of that? Uh, what well, certainly didn't appear to visually handle anything on the weekend. It was beaten a long way, but it was beaten a long way, a long way out, so to speak. Um, it was four lengths off uh, Sosi Bond over 1,200 metres in a group three 1,200 metre race on a heavy eight down the straight at Flemington. Yeah. So how does that justify it being 9.7 lengths off Great again, who, all due respect to you and your Perth mates, is not fucking Sosie Vaughn. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just, the the pathetic narrative that is just accepted sometimes, it shouldn't, it's just like noise pollution. Yeah, you see it so often. It happens a lot you? in racing. So something has gone amiss with this horse and it's not been talked about. Mm. Because it was reported that doesn't handle heavy. Like, get... I don't know what went wrong with it, but it was awful. Um, it hinged our entire day and, uh, yeah, disappointing. What do you do with a horse like that next start, Peter? 
Well, I guess you've got the SP. I guess it's interesting to see if it does have another start or if they spell it. I mean, coming off a, off a real heavy track. Uh, what's Quick the backup. Up there? Quick backup. It, it it started like four forty. It held its it like yeah. If it wasn't going to handle the heavy, that someone in the markets probably would have thought it that that be the case. It opened sort of four twenty nine a.m. Hit a high of like four sixty. Some some joins four eighty. Crunched into four forty late. Um, the winner was really soft late. It got into like eight fifty nines and was soft as hell late out to fifteens. Mm. Bigger the fair. Uh, odd. I've Are you following anything out of the race though? That's probably the key thing. No, I don't trust it. They'll yep. bunch finish. Um, you? No, not particularly. Outside of the winner, where yeah, you know, again, if it finds a similar similar conditions, similar heavy track, um, that's probably the way I'd be be leaning, but. Yeah, it's one of those where you just go back to go back to basics. It's winter racing. It's a different beast in itself now. Yeah, so I, I, I just spoke about Milwaukee without actually checking the stewards' report because I don't believe the stewards' reports of any relevance to mm. uh, reviewing and doing form and making any money. Uh, I think it's like it's it's basically a novel. Rider Joe McNeil reported that his mount failed to handle the today's heavy track conditions, and also in his opinion, may not have handled the quick backup. A post-race veterinary examination failed to reveal any abnormalities. So that's just a jockey just doing his best because he's just got it. They're asking him what happened. You were on the favourite and it didn't go. Well, obviously, it didn't handle the heavy. It makes sense. But if you like had any sort of, not even ability, just information, and you go, well, hang on. It handled the heavy pretty well. It, it was four lengths off Sosie Bond when it SP 550 in the group three or a star handicap. I had 55 kilos that day. I had 57 today. Struggling to see if that's what's right. Let's investigate further so we can give the punters some accurate information for if this horse backs up in two weeks. Yep. Is that ridiculous for me to expect? Ask? No, I think it's pretty fair. It's, but you see it so often though, don't you? The, the failed to handle whatever. Is- <laughs> It's pointless. It doesn't mean anything. It's one on a soft seven. Like, yeah. I, I when I backed this horse, I anticipated to be a soft seven-ish track. Yeah, I was I was wrong. But then I just watching and watching the market late. You know, if the market's real soft, I'll I'll lower my position because mm. I was heavily invested. But it's like the market's firm. The tracks because you're still not 100 percent sure what the track's doing. Yeah. Yeah, big mystery with Milwaukee. Don't know what to do with it next start. Um, don't love the race. Race seven, Peter, they've gone real slow. Really, really slow, in fact. Um, Aussie Nugget and Supre and even Desert Path, all pass marks. Yep. Worth watching next start. This massive has to go into everyone, already in everyone's black book. Like, you know, we're not reinventing the wheel giving you anything sort of outstanding information was there but it's clocked the fastest last everything last 12 10 8 6 4 and 200 meters of that race uh really strong sectional close off a moderate early tempo as we mentioned but still yeah. a solid solid performance for where it's at in its preparation and the stable it's with i thought nobu was really good wasn't suited at all um neither was suited with the way the race was run um and was proud of myself 
did almost launch here, Duke of Plumpton. Thought it was almost tomorrow. Um, and where I would have been at mentally to get done by a thing of paying 50s on the fair. <laughs> I was, like, it, wouldn't have been, it would not have been well mentally. Sava Heat was just utterly friendless. Open 34s in the morning. Jumped 61s with a tab. Uh, have you got a bet for SP there? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, just give me a moment. It's just uh, loading up now. Uh, it was around 80s, I think, from memory. Yeah, so if we had got stuck into uh, Duke of Plumpton at like 350, oh my God, Father, where would yeah. I have been at? Wouldn't have been pretty, but um, yeah. Anything else out of race seven for you? No, it's just a race, but yeah, completely agree. Massaf uh, or Massif, however we're pronouncing that, it's really the only one to follow. Um, heat 82.34, bet fair yeah. SP, punters 61 the tab, 82.34. Betfair SP. If you're backing anything sort of north of 20s and you're not on Betfair, <laughs> you should be on Betfair anyway. Yeah. If you ever back anything sort of north of 10 even, you're going to get better odds. They've beaten the market. They've beaten the, the tote on every horse except for Duke of Plumpton there, yep. which is about the same. They've best tote 350 SP, Betfair SP 340. So, yeah, you'd be stupid not to be using it. Mm. Uh, sorry, continue, Pete. No, no, that, that's probably about it. Outside of uh, outside of Massaf, Massif, and yep, play on again. Just another race. And you probably want to only be backing Massif, sort of uh, at Flemington, I think. Yeah. Or back to Sydney on like a big Randwick track because it's going to get back. It's going to need to run on. Race eight, Peter. They mm. have gone. 12 lengths above the all average to the 600. They have flown. They have crawled home. Uh, the Lindsay Grouse just... Fuck it. This horse was winning at the top of the straight by a long way. It probably didn't win by as far as it looked like it was going to win top of the straight. If you were there and you had a little bit of Betfair in play action, you would have taken sort of two's top of straight. <laughs> uh, strong. We both... Um, we did talk about Reykjavik and Pakadali and Obviously, Pakadali's now with Matty Raymond, which uh, we were pulled up on. Um, what does that even mean? What does that mean? Apparently, it means that it's not going to go as good as the ones with Lindsay. Uh, it's hard to know, isn't it? Uh, might be certain training conditions. Um, yeah, I'm not exactly sure what the difference is between where the stables are located, but there might be something uh, physically that the horse they're trying to address by having it in a different environment. Hard to know. But uh, Reykjavik's gone enormous. Um, you know, we, we half looked at it with the apprentice on board and thought, well, maybe it's one, just one more away, but no, it's, it was there. Yeah. I think the Reykjavik sort of Lindsay set up with like what happened to us on Akinar style last week, just made it too hard for me to trust the apprentice from barrier 10. Yep. And yeah, but it was strong late as well. It was, it strong was against back late. Race. And it was back late though. It was heavily yeah. back late. Yeah. Like, yeah. I thought, given how hard they went early, it's a good indication this Django Freeman might be pretty good. Mm. No, no doubt it was nowhere near like wound up, tied down, whatever you want, to, whatever word you want to use. That the horse was ready to win. I don't think it was, and it got through the line pretty nicely to the eye off that good early tempo. Look, this is a horse that wants sort of like two mile. Yep. Dead agent went good again. Just does what dead agent does though. Yeah. But geez, it went good. Again, this horse can only be backed at Flemington, probably onto a 
firmer track, but I'd be scared to take anything out of this meeting, like off the real heavy onto a good track. Don't think it's as good a base as other horses will have. Mm. Shah Rosso might be ready to do something. Interesting race, really hard race to read moving forward, I thought. And race number nine, Pistol. You little little snuggle bunny, you. Um, 3.1 fast to the six, 4.6 fast home. Good, solid sectionals, this race, I thought. Yeah, there's a few there that you could potentially follow. Um, I guess a little bit of that sit and sprint sort of style, but a lot of them have clocked really sort of just genuine, genuinely strong uh, last 600s going well through the line. Again, just how they back up off a, off a heavy track, that's probably the main main query, but you'd have to think that a few of these will be able to find a suitable race. And you know, even down to, say, horses like uh, like a, an Alberk high-low. Um, well, we gave Poy a wrap earlier, so I can bag him here. What mm. he did here was just beyond horrific. It's a 10-horse race. You're mm. down the Flemington straight. Like, how can't you get a run? Still there. Still there. Like, this horse Still. has been slaughtered by Empoy at all three starts this preparation. Uh, probably needs a, spell, like, a gap between runs off the heavy. Yep. But, um, you know, it, it's, it's punning, it's riding. Like, they've got a very, very difficult job. Like I said before, he rode an outstanding race earlier in the day on that um, Ma winner. La Shell Valet or whatever it was called. But yeah, Alberks, you can't sack it. I thought Lombardo was probably the horse to follow from the race, but the yep. tricky, tricky to follow him off this real heavy sort of tracks. Uh, don't really know what to make of it. But yeah, Lombardo, Massif, probably seem to win. They're the three main horses from the meeting, but you want a price. Sure. And particularly seem to win and Massif, you, you want them at uh, Flemington or you'd want a change of tactics, whatever that's worth. <laughs> Sin to win who has got tactical speed or used to have tactical speed. Good, Anything else? Good Pistol? Um, no, not really. I mean, look, it's, we're now getting into winter. We're, we're getting into that stage where I guess the review is arguably just as important, if not more important than, um, than doing the form beforehand. So it's more important. Here's a pearl for you. I reckon this is what helped you and I evolve is the harder you work right now when there's not a lot to do, the quicker you get better. Yep. Because when you come to and turning over money is how you like pay off your mortgage or in Pete's case, his exorbitant amount of rent that he has because he lives in a lavish penthouse right in the middle of the city. Um, in the bigger time, busier times of the year, you're constantly like doing form, betting, making betting decisions. There's not as many betting decisions to make right now. Yep. So it's a really good time to, to, to review and to review how you review. Yep. That'll be my sort of tip. And I'd throw in as well, I think days where there's rain about, don't be afraid to just put a line through it. Yeah, I, I think that's a great point. I think if, if you're in a position mm. as a like more of a hobby punter that you can, you need to just... It's hard at the moment because there's nothing on, but mm. rugby league starts this week at least. Just turn it off. But when you're in our position, you've got to find a way. Uh, as we had a question about losing, I lost. Um, I review harder. I, I figured out a couple of little things I think I got wrong. Like we've talked about some of them. And then 
still be careful of going forward because the market got a lot of these races wrong. So you, like, I'm not alone in, in in sort of getting this meeting wrong, which means the format of the meeting is going to be a little bit dicey. Yep. I'm going to be favourable to the horses we've been positive about, but I'm not going to sort of just bet them. 